Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to encourage you guys to follow me out on social media so you can stay up to date on all of the different activities and events that I'm planning. May is going to be a very special month for me. May is Teacher Appreciation Week, too. Um, I'm planning that stuff at work, and so I'm also going to be celebrating teachers, staff, and librarians for the month of May because we are going to be focusing on K-12 authors. Um, so why not bring it all together and just mash it all up in my life? So I've been praying about that. I've been looking over my brainstorming list, and I told you guys that I had a list, right? Well, I went to that 50-some list and I only pulled two events off of that whole list. Now, one of them was also recommended by a WWJ. So we are going to have like a game night. We are going to have WWJ bingo. <laughs> yes, I know. It's going to be fun. Um, so now I'm tasked with looking for some type of um, online bingo game. I know that there's online Scrabble because I wanted to play that game um, before with one of my friends because in her book, um, she has Scrabble in it. So I was like, man, we could do that online. So I did find that, but I want to see if I can find online bingo. You know, I've already made bingo cards for work before. So I already have a template on Canva for bingo cards. And instead of the community helpers and everything that I put, I can just move them out and put pictures of books and if it's k-12 we are doing like our favorite book recommendations and i can put the images on the bingo cards so i kind of have a backup plan for that if i need to but if i can find an online one man that one would be even better <laughs> um because it is a busy season for me so adding creation materials uh and i'm still creating for the monarch method stuff so, I know that I do want to honor teachers, librarians, do shout-outs, do images for teachers. Um, so, you might see a Google form pop up where people can nominate a teacher, a librarian, or staff just to, to honor how much, you know, they've been impacted by them. Um, that really matters to teachers. Trust me, um, it's really nice to get those kind of kudos 
feels good. Um, any types of words of affirmation, you know, that's a type of a love language that we can have with others, not just in a relationship. But it's just something that people may, you know, have the ooey gooeys about and, and really like to hear words of affirmation. So definitely going to be doing stuff for teachers for the month of May. I'm going to be giving some books to people because of that, some K-12 books. Um, I want to be really focused on the Ghoul School series. I want to be giving that one away. Um, that way it can get into the hands of classrooms. And yes, I said give it away. Um, to give those stories out, especially book one. I have book one already up on YouTube so kids could follow along with me or they could give it away so that way kids could have summer reading. So yep, May is K-12 and it's a launch into summer reading programs. So I'm trying to also think about summer reading at work. And so as you can see, when I'm doing things at work, it can also filter in when I'm starting to brainstorm for K-12 for the WWJs. Then it's like, oh, yeah, we can talk about some summer reading activities. Um, I also had like this brainstorm idea yesterday just because I was prepping for the podcast. So Tracy Murdoch is one of our WWJs, and she wrote Zoe and Double Trouble. You guys can check out that episode. Absolutely love Tracy and what she's doing for the Lord and for people and families, moms. So I was on her website, and it was like for moms, for kids. And I was like, you know what? Like, I have my everyday mom challenge. I have that ready. And so it's all activity-based. And you do the activity, and then you journal about it. I haven't pulled back in that book in a long time. So when we talk about how to balance fiction and a nonfiction life, if I have to look at my list, that's the one. The teacher challenge is really promotion for July and August. So that one, no, that one's not the time for that, even though I want to honor teachers in the month of May. But if I'm looking now at a book to push in May, it's gonna be the Everyday Mom Challenge. Because we have homeschool moms, moms that are teaching from home. So I'm like, oh yeah, we are definitely gonna be talking that book. So that's something that's on my list to do about balancing my fiction and nonfiction worlds. You can listen to that episode too, where I had to really reflect about how I was neglecting my my nonfiction titles and when I brought the relationship challenge back into the mix there were copies flying off to where it got to be a number seven on the bestsellers list on Amazon in Christian devotionals but it took that shift in my thinking to say wait a minute you're talking so much about fiction work You've got this brand out there, Jen. You've got your challenge brand, and you're not talking about it. Why? Why aren't you giving love to both sides? There are authors out there that may be chasing multiple genres or nonfiction authors out there that listen to your show. So I was like, you know what, guys? I, I really got to do better myself. So I started to challenge myself and make lists of ways that I could do that. So when I'm talking about K-12 I'm going to be talking to moms 
and homeschool moms. You guys know I'm a homeschool mom. So I'm going to bring up that again. And I'm going to start contacting homeschool families again. Um, so it's just all about, you know, contacting, sending out, giving copies away, making it where it's freely accessible during promotions. And I do want to run those with my nonfiction work. So my challenges, all of my nonfiction work, it's under that challenge brand. It's Everyday Mom Challenge. But I'm going to let you guys know, they're Bible devotionals. Now, Happy Renewal Year is just an independent devotional. And that one is a positive psychology devotional. And then you've got, you move from that one, you've got the Everyday Teacher Challenge, the Everyday Mom Challenge, the Everyday Relationship Challenge. And the Relationship Challenge is what I worked for April on my list. I was like, that's the one to promote. And it did well for this month. In fact, I sold more copies of Everyday Relationship Challenge than I did for my pre-orders for my poetry books and I know that you're like wait those are apples to oranges I know everybody you know has their thing but you know it just proves the point that if you've got you a backlist if you do have this backlist finding ways to simultaneously talk about what you're currently working on which is the Sunday Killer through the publishing company. You guys know it's in proofreading edits right now. <gasps> it's went to proofreading. Okay, so, you know, I talked to you guys about the Sunday Killer. So that's what I'm currently working on. I'm talking about books that I have that are in pre-order, books that are going to be available for print, which the Monarch Method just released, and I had a party for that. Then I've got Fact versus Fiction, my Southern Poetry, book two of that series. That one's coming out the end of this month, and I'm holding a poetry workshop. So I'm talking about that for National Poetry Month, April 27th. I'm holding a private workshop. It's free, and it's to talk about how to publish. And then I have the... Um, the kids book that I'm working on. So I'm working on simultaneous projects and I do talk about all of that, but because I put down those reminders to talk about the relationship challenge, then I was like, oh, let's do this. Let's try. Let's, let, Jen, you can balance this. Every now and then, you can bring it back up into the fold. And sure enough, it was like, Everyday relationship came home for a visit and it paid off, guys. But it's like it's something that I forget to do. And I don't want to do it on purpose. I just get busy in my life. And that's why the lists are important. The goal setting is important. And so when I made that reflective practice conversation with you guys about, let's see, I'm not balancing this well. What are some ways I could do it? Let me start thinking through this. Let me start figuring this out. You know, and I started contacting people. I started contacting people about the Everyday Relationship Challenge. Um, I did a, um, a free week to go ahead and get it back out there, maybe in some circulation where people could get copies and then they could maybe recommend it and talk about it. Maybe I could get some reviews. And so I did all of that for the month of April. So I'm going to do that for the month of May. And so on my list, I was having to think last night, like, 
which is the which is the book which is the one that I'm going to talk about and it's going to be everyday mom challenge because it fits perfectly with the k-12 world and what I'm doing with homeschool too so I'm really excited about the month of May um, I kind of gave a hint on it on my uh, Jen Lowry writes Facebook author page last night but I'm definitely going to be um, creating a new list with events for the WWJs. And if WWJs would like to join in, that would be wonderful. Um, if they can't make it, I understand. It's not like it's a requirement. But the WWJs, the Writing Warriors for Jesus, we have our place where we do like to hold events so that way we can have fellowship together. We can have fun. We can talk about writing. We can talk about books that we love. Um, but it's also a place where I can help to promote them as well. And I do have children's book authors within the WWJs. And so this is going to be their month. Um, one of my friends, she sent me a banner and she was like, look, we need this. And so she took a screenshot of like a banner that was a really cool idea of how we could highlight some of the WWJs out there. So I thought that was a really cool way. Um, so there's always something new to do. And here's why. It's because I'm active in the author community. I'm out there. I'm checking out models. I'm screenshotting things. I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm making lists. I'm signing up for, you know, Kindlepreneur so I can get their newsletter. And here I am reading about Vela. The next thing I know, I read their article. And then my friend is sending me the article. Oh, you might want to check this out, this Vela article. And I'm like, man, girl, I just read this one. I love it. I'm doing it. And here's my idea. And I went ahead and pitched my idea. And she was like, ooh, 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 I'm getting that. I cannot wait for, for that one. And so there's the positive words of affirmation back at me, right? <laughs> that my idea is not the weirdest thing ever. So at least I might have one person that might want to read my episodic um, series of a soap opera mashup for clean fiction. So, you know, here I am, like, in this mist of knowledge and news and modeling every single day, you're bound to see something to help you that can help advance you that can help gain, you know, not only just your knowledge base, like to build up your foundation with words, the vocabulary of this world, but connections. Because when you make those, then your friends, when they're looking at things and they're seeing things, if they see how you're doing it too, it gives them that, that encouragement to go, you know what, I'm just going to send this to Jen. Jen Lowry writes at gmail.com. Because then I can talk about it on the show. And I can say, guys, if y'all haven't, Go check out Kinderpreneur. Um, I've been following them for a while. They've got videos on YouTube. They've got a great website. They've got resources. It can help you understand the language of um, Amazon. And so it's important that we're following, you know, uh, what's up with the industry. But then it's not just about that. It's about, like, for me, when someone sends me something and I say, oh, oh, that could be something we could do for the WWJs, right? I'm screenshotting it myself. I'm keeping it in my photos. Or then I'm going right over and I'm saying, hey, guys, because I want to go on and apply it. If I feel like that could be a direction that we can go. 
And so right now, I'm building the calendar for the month of May because I need to go ahead and get that nailed down because every week in May, I have a podcast interview. I already have one scheduled. I am scheduled all the way out to July. So in the month of May, I do have an adult fiction work. Um, That one is going to be on the first week. But after that, it's all kid lit. It's all about kid world, K-12. And so it just happened to work itself out that way around the WWJ Youth Summit. I mean, did I plan that? No. Did it work out beautifully in God's design? Yes. (laughs) So I do have a lot to prep for for these episodes, for these podcast interviews. And I made an episode yesterday because someone asked me, well, how do you prepare for your podcast interviews? What are you doing? Do you send questions out? So the answers are all in that video. I do not send questions. We are having an author conversation and we're chilling and we're just going with what's happening and Tell us tips and and how you're doing life and what can you guys as listeners benefit from listening to these stories because you might be able to get some encouragement, some inspiration, some ideas. You might hear one thing out of a 30-minute message, but that one thing can be a game changer for you in your author career at that moment is something you can apply right then. So I really encourage you to listen to author interviews. Listen to their stories, even if it's just for encouragement alone. And so, you know, I did that episode to show people that, you know, prepping for podcasts is not something that I take lightly. You know, their books are coming to me. They, they send me their books. If I ask someone to be on the show, I'm getting their book. Um, like, I'm not going to ask. Kwame Alexander to be on my show and then go and say, now send me all your books for free. No, I've got swing in the mailbox right now. I've just got to go pick it up. I, you know, I've read the crossover. I've read animal arc. I've read, um, all oh, the book about the rooster. I can't think of it. I've read crush his love poems. I'm reading his work to prep. I'm going to read as many Kwame Alexander books behind the scenes as I can before May 13th. So, I say that because it's the love that I have for people's work. And that's why they're on the show. So, you know, I'm reading. I'm doing all of that behind the scenes, too. So, May, I need to go ahead and seal up. I do. I can't can't wait. I need to know what it's going to be like. So, that way, one, I can start putting myself into those places. So, I put it out for the WWJs, and we got the game night. We got a paint night. So, we are doing two events with the WWJs for the month of May. So, I'm really super excited about those two events. You're going to see the dates soon. I'm going to go ahead and post those up on my May calendar when I get my other events scheduled. But May is a busy, busy month because I have to still promote for the May 22nd Youth Summit where young authors and K-12 authors can unite in a free conference, a free conference all day long where we can talk about Jesus in writing. And so we get to learn from others that day. Top names, guys. I'm super excited about that. And I'm, I'm so thankful that we have this platform where we can do that. 
So yes, I'm organizing that conference. I've got pretty much, if you go to at Jesus Writing on Facebook, the author page, at Jesus Writing, and then you can check us out on Twitter too. That's where I've been mainly posting things. But I've been putting out the conference presenters. Each time I get a title and a blurb, their image goes up, their title goes up, and that's why Twitter only allows me those certain characters. But if you're on the Facebook author page for the conference at Jesus Writing, you will get to see the full blurbs. I'm posting them up on LinkedIn. I'm putting them out on my Instagram. So Instagram also will block your characters. And I found that out when I was trying to share what Amelia Grigg sent to me in the email. It said that hers was way too long because I just copy what she sent and put it in Instagram. Nope, it ain't going to work. So I could not put her full bio up there. People could just go and check her out on her on her pages and see her bio. But <laughs> um, because I wanted people to understand this person is cool. They're, they're one of my people. They've been approved. They're credible. Um, there's a lot to learn from these people. So they're on the list. So um, her bio just didn't get to be put all the way in there because we ran out of space. And I wanted you to see what she's going to be covering in the presentation. So I didn't do that on meanness. Just there's a character limit. But on now the Facebook author, the, gen, the Jesus Writing, at Jesus Writing, there wasn't a character limit. And I got to put it all there. So that's just a really good place to stay informed who's coming to the conference. As soon as I get all of everybody, um, the agendas are going up. I've got the agenda ready. I now just have to put the day events up. Um, so I'm really, really excited about what the Lord is doing for May. But it also means it's testing season for me. It's closing out the semester for me. It's moving Solomon out of his dorm and coming back. It's cleaning up the house. It's taking care of my family. It's finishing up homeschool for the year and having Sam's final homeschool test. So when you heard all of that, understand that I am working a full-time job that is demanding during the last month of school. A homeschool full-time job that is prepping now for his transition for his test. So guys, it's a lot going on all at once. And so I do have to have some me time in there. I do have to have some times where I've got to step away. I've got to say no. I can't schedule things on Saturdays. I can't. I have packing houses. I have my son home for the weekends if he can come like I'm finally going to get to see him this weekend you are not going to see me online probably a lot on Saturday and maybe when he's asleep because I haven't seen my child we're going to have homeschool Saturday like we always do even though it's calling for a 90% chance of rain we can't go do our nature hikes but we can do something and spend time together um out and about for homeschool Saturday. So I'm like, you know, those are times where I take care of my family and I'm taking care of me. So I need that calendar kind of sealed up because I also have to have that protected time and I have to remind myself about it or I will overwork myself. 
like now I'm in an extremely busy season where I'm producing a lot of books because I'm getting ready to get cut off from that because we're going to go into pre-order with the Sunday Killer and I can't compete. So right now I need the pre-order sales. I need the book sales for my own work to help me get through the summer so I can continue this business throughout the summer because I have business goals, guys. That's why, I mean, y'all, the, the conference is timely. June 5th is timely because that is a, you know, the I'm right in that testing window, but I'm right there at the end of school. I can get that conference on June 5th with the Monarch Method, and that way I can help devote time developing those courses in the summer after the conference. So I'm going to really be shifting in June to work with the Monarch Method. So do you see, I already have June planned of what book in my nonfiction world I'm going to be focused on. So right now it's the Relationship Challenge. May, it's Everyday Mom Challenge. June, I'm going to be doing the Monarch Method. July, it's going to be the Teacher Challenge. So I already have kind of things planned in advance. I don't just do these things sporadically. Now, sometimes I will get an insight. The Holy Spirit will whisper to me, it's time. And y'all, you joke me all you want, but that UFC, when he's up there, it's time. I don't hear it that loud. It's not that audible. But when I feel the Holy Spirit say, it's time, I am not going to battle that time with the Lord. I'm not going to say, no, it's my time. It's not your time. I don't want to put out the monarch method right now, God, because I'm working these poetry books. No, it's, it's time. Okay. Editor, check. Beta readers, check. Here we go. Check. Publish. It is out. And did I spend the three months launch plan on it? No, but you know what I heard? It's time. So, yes, things do happen when the Lord wants them to happen, and I follow that call. But I do try to also plan things out in advance. So, I would really encourage you to go with the flow. Go with the daily. Learn daily, but also plan. Have some concrete things in there. Especially when you are collaborating with others, which I am really challenging you to do is to collaborate with other authors to create events. And so now that the Sunday Killer, guys, that's what I'm currently working on. That's a big thing for me. I'm in that launch plan phase for it at the same exact time. And I'm planning for things for that life. So you know what's going to be happening for the whole month of August. The 6th and 7th is the big conference, so I've got to plan that in July, too. But July and August, the Sunday Killer. I'm devoting two full months to the Sunday Killer. And when I'm in that camp for NaNo, I am writing book two of the Sunday Killer. I am going to be praying about that, that the Lord gives me the ideas um, and the cases and what needs to happen for the book two. So that way I can pitch book two to my publishing company and it already be completed. So I am going to be working book two. Now this came out of some conversations that I've been having behind the scenes with my Aunt Dot. And with people in the publishing industry talking to me about series work. 
and really encouraging me about the series. So that is a new announcement. So I already know what I'm doing for my next camp. I thought I was going to just be re reworking the Fay of Averly and looking up Bad to the Bone. Nope. Got it a whole different direction now for that camp. So I'm excited about the next Camp NaNoWriMo. So guess what I'm doing right now? Okay, the Monarch Method is about motivation. I have that. So I don't have to keep going through that process because I'm constantly motivated by the Lord and by knowing what my mission is, knowing what my why is. So the Monarch Method, M is motivation, and then O is organization. Guess where I'm at? I'm in O. I'm researching daily about the Sunday Killer behind the scenes. And you're like, come on, Jen, you're doing all of that too? Yes, I am. And I've tasked my husband to be the researcher along with me. And so we are now into serial killer mode a day. Um, we are uh, doing research together. So I'm including him in this because I need that time. I need that support, but I also need time spent with him. And I've been telling you guys, I've been waiting to shift over into thriller writing, thriller reading. But it's like everything keeps coming with the podcast. And so now I'm going to have to say no. I'm going to have to give myself protected time. Thrillers in July, thrillers in August. There are no plans unless it is a publishing company contacting me from one of the authors from the publishing companies. I can't. I got to focus on this Sunday killer. I got to have that protected time. I can just schedule them for September and up. So there are some t some times where I'm going to say no. Like I'm working with thriller writers for July and August. So now, what am I doing? I've joined the Sisters in Crime local chapter, and I definitely want to hook up with local chapter authors. So now it's about me on their website checking them out, sending them contact forms, asking how can we help one another. Can they be on my show? Can they help promote me? Can I help promote them? What are they currently working on? And I want to start building community within North Carolina. Because that's, that's something that I have failed to do as I've moved forward. I've, I've now joined, you know, my county's writing group, so I see the value in local. You know, I have my international group. I have a group that is my WWJs. So I have two thriving groups, but I also can do more. And so that more is challenging me to go out and reach out for more people. So that's what I've been working on too behind the scenes. Lining myself up to then make those contacts. And guess where it goes? On my organization sheet, on my O. So I have that spreadsheet available on my website, www.jenlowrywrites.com. Go check it out. It's under the resources. You will see it on the Monarch Method stuff, and you will say, wow, Jen, you're building it. It's not all there yet. Yep, but it's coming. It's going to be there before June 5th for that workshop, so that way on that day, I can say, go to this, go to this, and I'm going to show you guys on the screen. Go to this, go to this. <laughs> Here you go. This is what I'm talking about. You can use this to help you with that. So my rose graphics and everything, they're going to be coming because this whole monarch method is about the garden. So get ready for some gardening.
And speaking of, it got down to 36 degrees overnight, and I'm worried about my plants. So here we go. Hopefully my plants and my pepper plants and my basil and oregano is going to last. And my flowers were already starting to sprout, bloom up. Well, all right, guys. I hope that y'all have a blessed day. I've got to get off of here. Hope I've given you a couple of tips in this rambling life of mine. Thanks for joining me. If you feel led to support this podcast, one, I'd love prayer. Two, you can reach out and email me, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. If you have trouble finding where all these places are that I've said today, and I can just send you direct links um, of how you can register for my poetry event. It's on Eventbrite, but you can go to my Jen Lowry Writes Facebook page. You can go to my website. I'm also encouraging you guys for support for the podcast. If you find that this is a helpful podcast and you feel like doing a one-time or a monthly donation, that would be so appreciated because every time you guys donate, it goes back straight into my business. I'm not out then running to Krispy Kreme, even though I would want to when the hot sign now comes on. I'm avoiding that because I'm looking at rebranding and doing covers and all of that. So you guys are helping me go after my goals and my dreams. So I want to thank you for those of you that are supporting the podcast because you're making that happen. All right, guys, y'all have a blessed day. Bye. Now that you've found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you about the WWJ conferences. All right, Writing Warriors for Jesus is my Patreon group. You can go to Jen Lowry Writes on Patreon and find us there, and you can check out the different tier levels. We have a training camp that meets, and they pretty much are a part of a huge network of prayer and support on Facebook with me and I'll jump in and um, as much as I can we'll share resources we'll celebrate one another and um, I'll do little lives in there that's the training camp then we've got boot camp boot camp is the next tier and that is author coaching that is more specific and it is two hours on a Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time it was oh dark 30 but we changed that time <laughs> to accommodate people from different time zones it's still oh dark 30 but at least the birds are chirping a little bit more outside <laughs> there is light and then we get to sleep in a little bit more and we're a little bit more refreshed with boot camp but we are from 8 to 10 a.m eastern time and so when you hear the wwjs are having a conference it's the group it's us too it's a great way for us to fellowship together, have some fun, meet new authors, just, you know, meet readers, just go out and have an event together and celebrate the work of other authors in the field that we admire and respect. So, last year, I went to a conference. Now, y'all, don't quote me on this, but I think it might have been early May, okay? 
And one of my author friends out in the world, she sent me a message and she said, I'm presenting at this conference and it's going to be virtual. It was supposed to be in person, but now that it's virtual, you get to go and it's free. And I went, what? Because guys, let me tell y'all. You know how I told you about making excuses and I would make excuses about why I didn't hire an editor when I first started because I was on a teacher salary and we've got tons of kids and it was, I couldn't afford to put money somewhere else other than in our household. And I didn't have that income right then for the books to recycle itself. Same way when it came to conferences. I would always say, no, I can't do that. That's something that is a luxury item. And I'm not all about that. So I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't budget for it. So I would often not get to go to conferences that I really wanted and wished to attend. Like one of my author friends would go to one uh, with the Proverbs 31 group in Charlotte. And, you know, she would come back refreshed and renewed. And she met tons of people and networked and, you know, really built herself up. But I just couldn't go because I didn't have the money. I mean, that was just the bottom line. It wasn't that I didn't have the desire. So when I went to my first online conference, it was on the Twitch platform. And I was like, look, boys, there's a, something going on Twitch. So I had to have the kids come in. And they're like, no, mama, you got to have an account there for you to be able to come in. You got to do this and that. The boys knew everything about it because Twitch was their platform that they you know, navigate to. That's where they spend the majority of their online time on. And so they helped me with Twitch and I sat through the conference and soaked up just the experience of listening to other authors share their stories, got some tips along the way. And it was really cool. And I was like, you know what? Wow, that's the neatest thing. I got to keep my eye out for more, right? For more conferences, more Lord. And I just knew that, you know, if the, you know, the pandemic was going to be going the way it was going and the world was shifting, I was like, maybe that's not the first free thing or maybe there's just been free things and I just never knew about it and I haven't been tapping into resources that have existed, that are there. And so, y'all, I'm going to be honest, when that hit and all of that and I had such a positive experience... That's when I was like, okay, I want to start doing Eventbrite. If I can't go out and do the tour like I'd done the previous year with the book sign-ins, I can create Eventbrite for free. And maybe I can meet some new people and encourage people during this season. And so I started those free Eventbrite workshops. Absolutely loved them. That's how I met my editor. If I wouldn't have reached out of my comfort zone and said, nobody's going to attend this. This is weird. Well, you know what? If one person attends it, and it's my editor, there was a few more. But I mean, you know, if one person attends it, and I meet someone new, great. If no one attends it, then I set it up, and I sit there for a few minutes, and I say, oh, okay, nobody got this one. It was just, and it has no reflection on me. It was just not a good time, or maybe it didn't get out there enough to be advertised, or, you know, you got to do your reflective practice, and you just move on. You try it again the next month, right? But a different day and a different time. So, that's kind of where all of that started. But I woke up one morning. And I just felt this nudging from the Lord. And it was, when are you having your own conference? And 
and I was like, Lord, Lord. Now I'd seen how all of that was put together because I had just went to it. It was just coming off of that conference and a group did it. They kept talking about their writing group. There was a moderator. They stayed in the corners of the screens. They would um, pull up questions from people in the chat. Um, I was like, okay, Lord, I saw how that worked. Is that why you had me go? At first I was like, oh wow, I'm there to support an author friend. Then at the end of it, not only did I support an author friend, but I got to see a model of how a workshop operated online because I'd never been to one. Guys, I'm, I'm telling y'all, that was the first one. And so I was like, all right, Lord, if, if that's where you want me to do what you want me to do, I'll send out the fillers about this and, and I'll share it and I'll ask my group to pray and we'll see. And so I had a very uh, small numbered group at that time. There was just a few of us on Patreon that were supporting me. And we're growing, guys. Um, 2021 has been the year for growth. So 2020, we were smaller. And, and I approached my group on Facebook Training Camp. And I was like, guys, um, I just felt this nudging from the Lord that when's the WWJ conference. So what do you guys think about having a conference in August? And I threw it out there. And I got positive responses back. And I was like, okay, let's do this thing. So I started to, to just stay in prayer about the conference and started sending out, you know, presenter wish list. And next thing I know, we had a full schedule for August. Now, then we had to say, okay, we've got the lineup. Let's figure out the behind the scenes. And so if you watch that whole progression of my last year, you can see that I started with a service with StreamYard. Now, guys, I'm going to tell y'all, I, I did the OBS to start with. And then it wasn't a platform that I know there's a push of a button. Guys, one of my tech friends sat down with me yesterday and said, why is it that you say you couldn't do this? You push this button and it says start streaming. You push this button, and it says stream key. You push this I said, oh, wow. I don't remember my screen looking like your screen. I remember it looking like some kind of otherworldly dimension. And then that was hilarious because it really did. She was like, this is the easiest thing, Jen. You, you can do this. And if you need more tutorial, I can jump back on a meet, and I can show you. But you can do this one. So it was funny. I laughed about it. And I was like, the boys would be so proud of me because that's something that they wanted me to start off with, you know, to do. But anyway, so I started contacting companies left and right. I started Googling companies, telling them that we wanted to have a free conference, which meant really there's also no budget for this thing, right? I mean, we have no WWJ budget. I don't want us to have a WWJ budget. That's not anything that I want to be able to manage. This is a Patreon group that is a prayer group, support group. This isn't something that, that I want to deal with a treasurer and to deal with all of that. That's too much. So, you know, when, when people look at what they're platform was set up to do 
continue to do that. You don't necessarily have to do eight more million things to it. Let it just be what it is, right? Um, so I don't, honestly, guys, the, the WWJ budget, that's not in the plans. <laughs> so when I say a free conference, it means free. It means people donating their time. We're not paying for speakers. We're not paying for keynotes. We're not paying for door prizes. Everything has been volunteer or voluntold to a couple of people, or it's been gifted. So that's where I started because I needed to find the platform. So that one was the heaviest moment for me because I was unsure. I've got the presenters. That was the Lord opened doors left and right. Everyone was saying yes. I said, There we go, God. We've got a complete lineup. There's no more room. There's no more. There's nothing else. And we decided to do a one day conference because we this was our first one and we wanted to get it together. And let's just see how a one day conference works and we can reflect and move. So we weren't trying to push it out to a five day conference or three day conference. Like, like, I know people are out there rocking things like that as their first try, and great. And you might have, like, a group, a large group that really helps coordinate and organize this. But we were small, and, you know, that's not the way we were going. We were happy to have a one-day free. So, the only company that emailed me back out of all of these places that I was submitting to was StreamYard. And StreamYard was like, oh, and we'll be your sponsor, and for your moderators, we'll give them a free month of pro with a coupon. I was like, man, you guys are rocking. You guys are awesome. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and try this thing. I'm going to see how this platform works. Because you can't wait till the day of to say, okay, we're going to use this new program. So if you watch that progression, last summer, I was streaming youtube and twitch or youtube only wherever i decided to go because i was just trying to build my my twitch up because i was like you know what people could come to the conference like i went to twitch so i was you know saying well let me let me try to build this thing and that's when camp nano was coming up and i was like i'll stream i can try and you know what Tish and Ann telling me about write-ins, so I was like, I'll do a write-in, and I'll write a new book live, and I'll stream it. Sure enough, I wrote The Sunday Killer, y'all. Y'all, true story. You see how that stuff was, like, motivating me? I had an internal motivation, a why. Why was I streaming? The number one why was for me to learn something new and to practice it on my own platform. How do you do a chat? How do you work multiple streams? And so here I was, trying my best, fiddling around, old lady, pushing buttons, learning new things, having a ball, and I wrote a book. It did not distract me from my writing. And so if people would ask me, wow, I can't believe you guys put that conference again. People were legit saying, I cannot believe you did that starting the end of May and got that conference together in August. I can't believe it. I worked that way. It was not a just and wrote a book. It wasn't a distraction from my work because I worked it out to where I could multitask, right? I could have dual purposes for doing something. And guess what else it did? 
it brought me new engagement. Then I said, oh, I'm meeting new people this way. When I'm streaming, I'm trying write-ins, I'm trying to write my book live. It's motivating me to finish my book. I went to an exorbitant amount of word count during that camp. I started a couple of weeks earlier, though. I did start near the end of June, maybe June 15th on the Sunday Killer. I mean, it's documented. It's on my YouTube, but I, I really um, just went with that. And I love StreamYard. And StreamYard was easy. A couple of buttons, I had it. The more I did it, the more I loved it. And I was like, okay, I'm getting a monthly subscription to this. This is something for my author world that contributes back to my life and it enriches my life and it allows me to meet new people online. So it is worth me paying the money for it because I have to do that with my budget. I have to ask these key questions. One, does this platform bring me joy? Two, is this a platform that can benefit me in my career? Can it help me to connect and engage? And then if it doesn't, if it falls and it doesn't work, and then I just remove the subscription. But StreamYard was awesome. So, of course, that's why now I can triple stream. Because I went with the um, paid version, and you can go many different spaces in the whole universe, right? All right. So, the conference was coming up. How are we going to promote it? We were very small, and so I had to make some, you know, decisions. I had to say, well, you know what, God, whoever shows up comes, and, and Lord, if you increase us, you do. If if you keep us this way, whatever is in your will and your time, I accept that. Because when you do something like that, whether it's a free conference whether it's whatever, a paid conference like we've got this year for me, I'm doing the Monarch Method in June 5th for a paid conference with just me from 8 to 5. But it's like, you never know who was going to show up or, you know, what it is, right? It is. It is what it is. And you're building it and you're preparing it and you're putting a lot of prayer into it and time and you're making all the banners and you're promoting it and you're sending out the emails and you're doing all of this behind the scenes work and you just never know. So we tried Eventbrite. It kept putting things into people's spam to the point where Sherry wasn't even getting emails and she couldn't get to that. She didn't know where they were going. She didn't even know how to log in. And so we were saying, okay, look, it's live streamed. It's going to be on this YouTube playlist. We need to stop trying to send people to three and four different places where they can watch it. Let's just say it's going to be on the YouTube playlist. Direct to everybody there. Then that way when they tell their friends, it's on the YouTube playlist at the Writing Warriors for Jesus YouTube channel. Then that makes it easy for people to just go on over there and, and click in it. So... That's the, you know, we kept, you know, brainstorming, problem solving, trying to figure out what was the best for free. Everything was free. How can we run this and really highlight authors, support authors, share their stories with others and fellowship and talk about Jesus throughout the day and it be free. 
so I don't want you guys to think that we had like tons of money going into this conference and we were pumping that in and, and that's why you can't hold the, something within your group that is so not the case we made it work okay with free resources and then we did get that sponsorship so we got some different sponsorships thanks to Tish Bouvier. She was out working her magic. She got us tons of sponsorships, so we were able to give away prizes. But you know what? Here's the, here's the flip of that. Knowledge was free, right? The fellowship was free. The fun was free. If that's all someone got and they didn't get the prize... The prize was just a perk, an extra. It's nice to give, do giveaways. It's nice to have prizes. But if we can't get sponsors, then that's okay too. And I've sent out tons of letters for this year's conferences. And we have one sponsor. And you know, so far, that one sponsor, I'm very blessed. And I'm so thankful. You know, I, I love Book Brush. So does Tish. Tish has the highest membership and she uses it all the time and she's a graphic designer and she loves it so you know when I say these kind of things like it's not to, to discredit everybody saying no it's just it is what it is and we have to come to terms when we're doing things yeah we can continue to go out and do outreach and yes there's always room to grow but if at the end of this, if that's what it is, then it was. And it was beautiful. And it was happy. And it was meant to be. It's not a letdown. So what kind of expectations do you have with it? That's something that, you know, sometimes we may need to check ourselves, right? Realistic expectations. And then we don't get, like, disappointed or hurt. We don't say, well, I thought a thousand people were going to come to this conference. And when we only got a hundred I was really disappointed. Why? If it would have just been us WWJs and we would have had all that time and it's banked and it's sitting there. And now we can go, guys, if y'all missed the 2020 conference, go check it out. It's on the playlist and we can really direct people back and say, this is how we learned this because we heard this. We heard Mark Glesney from HarperCollins say this. Guys, you can watch it too. Nancy Nagel the, from Hallmark, a Hallmark author, really inspired us during the keynote. If you want to go back and listen to Nancy and hear her story of how Twitter opened doors for her, why it's important for social media and authors, she didn't necessarily preach all of that, but her story preaches all of that. And so I just really, you know talk about you with you guys the expectations but I want you to know that I've had those within myself I've had that internal dialogue and it allows me to approach things with joy more than oh my gosh how is this going to be it's all going to fail it's all going to flop no it is what it is and the Lord is going to be there amen because the Lord is before me the Lord is going to be in that place and I'm going to be happy about it so the conference went it was a long day. It was really tiring. Um, we had minimal technical issues. Minimal. It was it was smooth compared to what I thought that it might be. I mean, you never know about tech stuff. We get through the end of the day, and it's a great sigh of relief. And then it's done, and I get an email that says, "Can you also do one of these for K twelve authors?" So I'm like, "Great." Let me see. 
So I talked to my K-12 people. I said, guys, would y'all be interested in a K-12 when somebody's emailed me? Sure, let's do it. Now, if you guys don't know, I'm at my 20th year teaching. I've been in education. I um, graduated back way long in the early 90s. And I'm telling y'all, I love what I do. I live this K-12 world. So when somebody's reaching out to me and saying, do you want to hold a K-12 conference? Uh, you're not asking me to do something that's way out of my comfort zone here. This is my lane, my primary lane all day long. <laughs> so that one was a sure for me. And then I, I still wanted to reach out to my group because they wanted it to be a WWJ event. And I needed their prayers and I needed them to say, yeah, let's try it. Let's do it. When I received that, we moved forward. We had a planning meeting. We had a reflection meeting after. And a couple of the WWJs popped into that reflection meeting. We took tons of notes. It was a great day to talk about it because it was very close after the event. And we shared it out with the main group. And we said, this is what we are coming up with for 2021. And so in January, I started getting together the conference list. I started finding out who wanted to be participants. And within a weekend, I had the whole setup complete. Because that's how God is working within this thing. It, it is. It's a God thing, y'all. And we're just answering the call. So, we've got the conference May 22nd. Yes, May 22nd. And it was 8 to 5. And now it's like 8 to 7 because we got a sponsorship. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.